0: Do you have ears? Well make sure they're wide open so you can hear the hidden Zoopatron 3000 sound. In this episode. This is the Grow Your Mind podcast, a show where kids teach kids how to take care of their mental health and learn ways to be resilient. But for now, let's kick it off with... Did you know that some scientists believe that elephants bury and pay respect to their dead? Footage captured by the BBC showed elephants falling silent while they stood over the carcass of an elephant. It has also been observed that an elephant will revisit their dead and quietly watch them. During these visits, they extend their trunks and gently touch the body. What a beautiful, sensitive and intelligent animal. Hey listeners. In this episode, we're going deep into the land of grief. Yep, that's right. We are exploring death, legacy, and what to say and not to say to someone who's grief-stricken. But don't worry, our expert kids and the animals in your brain will be with you all the way.
1: L-E-G-A-C-Y Legacy. What? What's legacy? It says here that it's planting seeds in a garden you never get to see. Hang on. What seeds? And why don't you get to see the garden? Oh, I'm just trying to learn some Hamilton lyrics. I've actually got no idea what legacy means. I just like the musical Hamilton.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. I love that musical. You know who knows all the lyrics to every single Hamilton song? Sarah! She's obsessed with it. Let's go find
1: her. Mmm, I don't know. Sarah's super sad these days. I don't really want to bother her.
0: Well, if she's sad, isn't that even more
1: reason to talk to her? I don't know what to say to her. Ever since her dad died, I just feel awkward. Like it was easy at first. She was sad. So I wrote her a card, and mum made a meal for her family. But it's been a few months now, and when I know she's sad or flat, or even angry, I'm not sure I should say anything. Or if me bringing up her dad will make her more sad, or even frustrated. Why don't you tell David to go speak with her? His dad recently died, but he seems completely fine, so maybe he isn't grieving. I don't know about that. I feel like grief is strange. Like... I think you can be grieving in a lot of different ways. And chances are, you won't always feel sadness. Sometimes, I reckon you'd be really mad. And other times, you wouldn't even want to think about it. You just want to hang out with your friends and do normal stuff. Maybe that's what David's doing. I've never felt grief. It sounds horrible and really confusing. Hey... Yeah. Isn't your dog really sick and about to die? Don't say the D word. Why? Talking about death freaks me out. But we're all gonna die. You, me, that bird, that snail, we're all part of a cycle. Remind me not to sit with you at lunch again. This is
0: getting really sad. And anyway, why did you bring up my dog? Well,
1: grief actually starts before someone or something dies. Oh no, does that mean I'm feeling grief right now? What am I meant to be feeling? Whatever you feel like. I think that's the whole point. Feel nothing, feel sad, feel furious. I think I'm just meant to feel sad, aren't I? Is that how you feel? Right now? No.
0: Do you ever feel like that? Yeah, I love my dog. She's my favorite family member. I'll totally miss her wagging tail and her head on my knee. I really miss how I feel around her. If she died, I can't imagine where
1: I'd put all that love. You know when my grandmother died, my dad always used to say, grief is love without a home. Well, that's depressing. Mmm, maybe we could add to that. What about, grief is love without a home, unless. Unless what? Unless you find ways to keep loving them, even after they're gone. How? Well, my grandmother died three years ago, but every year we celebrate her birthday. We even eat cake and tell her what we love about her. That's really nice. Or maybe it's about doing things you know would make that person proud or happy, even though they aren't around anymore. Like, you know how I love doing acting? Yeah, you're great at it. My grandmother loved the theatre, so it's like her passion lives on in me, and I know it would make her happy to see me up there on stage. But she can't see you. Yeah, I know, but it's kind of like those seeds in the garden. What was that word? Legacy? Yeah, it's like my love of acting is a seed that Grandma planted in my garden. And even though I can't see her watching me, that part of her lives on. It's her legacy. Wow, that's a really beautiful thought. Shall we take this to the
0: experts and hear what they have to say about grief, death and legacy? Let's take it to the experts. Have you ever lost someone or something? How old were you when it happened? When I was one, my cat Whitey died and when I was two, my cat Cheese, who was grey, died. When I was six, my mum's mum died. My grandpa had a heart attack three weeks ago and I'm feeling really sad about it. A few months ago, my mum's auntie died. Two years before I was born, my grandfather died. Um, I lost someone called Dorothy when I was about I lost my dog when I was year two, when I was still eight, and I felt really sad. I had to sell my fish one month ago. What do you feel like when you're in grief? I feel sad. Frustrated. Sorry. Like, angry and frustrated that there's one thing that kind of let me down. Sorry and sad. Lonely. I feel this sort of pale blue sad, it sort of feels like. I just go quiet and just try not to not show that I'm angry or sad or frustrated, or sometimes I just get angry and just let all the anger out. Where do you feel grief in your body? My eyes my tears i think i feel grief in like my mind when i'm thinking about something that i lost what do you think happens when we die i think you just keep on going up and up until you go somewhere you either go to heaven or get reincarnated Your bones stay in the coffin and your spirit just goes up to heaven. I think we evolve because we're already made out of stardust and something evolved into us. We might evolve into another human or we evolve into an animal or we just see black for the rest of our lives, basically. Just a quick poll. When you get sad, do you get angry? Or quiet? Quiet. Angry. Quiet. Both. Both. Really angry. Sometimes quiet, sometimes angry. Quiet. Quiet. Thanks to the experts for those interesting ideas. What about you? When you're really sad, do you get angry or quiet? Press pause now and have a think. for a story from the animals. But get this, this story takes place in someone's brain.
2: Joe is such a jerk. I hate him. He's such an annoying idiotic
3: human. Sensitive octopus here. I'm sensing a lot of blood flow to the hands and heat rising to your cheeks. Is
2: everything okay? I'm just mad because Joe said I could out in handball and I didn't. So I shoved him and called him a sore loser and now he's sad? Why should he be sad? Animals, can you tell me a story? Any story. Just something to take my mind off Joe.
4: Why is Owl here? As the sensible decision maker, I actually think you're feeling sad about your granddad. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I'm obviously annoyed with Joe. Didn't you hear me?
3: Sensitive octopus again. Wise out, I think you might be that. There is a fair bit of misplaced anger here.
2: Oh, for goodness sake! Fine, I am angry about Granddad. I'm confused. I'm frustrated with everyone around me. I'm even annoyed with him for leaving us. And was stop me from feeling all of this. I don't want to feel anything.
3: You can't heal what you can't feel.
2: What? Which one you said that?
3: It's Elephant here, just reminding you that you can't heal what you can't feel. So feel whatever you want to feel. That way, you can start to heal yourself.
2: But I don't want to heal. I don't want to forget about Grandad. I miss him so much already. He was the kindest person I know, and I can't believe he's gone.
3: Elephant again. It could help to write a list of all the things you love doing with him. All the things that remind you of him.
2: Uh, okay. Okay. Exactly? Why am I doing this?
3: Because for everything that is alive, there is a beginning and an ending. In between is living, and while you're living, you have the chance to remember your granddad. Have you written something down?
2: I just wish it didn't have to be that way.
3: Why is that all
4: again? It is sad, but nothing that's alive goes on living forever. That's why you need to make the most of your one wild and precious life. Now, how is that list going?
3: It's
2: good. I think I'm done.
3: That list will help you remember your granddad when you see or think about all the things on it. See, you can keep on loving your granddad even though he isn't here with you. Want to share it with us? Before I do, how about a story? Of course, I've got the perfect one. Have you heard of the hospital story? This is a story of
0: two very ill men who shared a hospital room. One of the men had the bed closest to the only window in the room. The other man had injured his eyes and they were bandaged up. His bed was next to the door, away from the window. The man next to the window always seemed to be in a joyful mood. To pass the time, he would lie in bed describing the gorgeous park he could see with its glistening lake. He'd share how many ducks and swans floated on it. And he'd the impressively large trees that provided shade to families picnicking beneath. The man with bandaged eyes lived for these chats. Time passed quickly when he listened to descriptions of excited children riding on their bikes, of ice cream vans, of bright pinks and oranges that illuminated the sky at sunset. He would laugh at tales of young lovers quarrelling and delight in stories of naughty dogs disobeying their owners. These stories brought colour and hope into his mind. However, he also felt jealous of the man with the view He was determined that when his eyes got better, he would demand to be put next to the window. His roommate was only happy because he had a beautiful view. And didn't he also deserve to be happy? If he had that view, then surely he'd be happy. The time came for his bandages to be removed, and finally, he could see. However, he was still too sick to walk around. He spent the day sulking as the man by the window told him about rainbows and clouds shaped like animals. Again, he was frustrated by how content the man by the window seemed all of the time. He decided enough was enough. Tomorrow he would ask to be moved. However, the next morning, the nurse arrived to find the man by the window had died peacefully in his sleep. As soon as it seemed appropriate, the man asked if he could be moved next to the window. The nurse was happy to move him, and after making sure he was comfortable, she left him alone. Slowly he turned and strained to look out the window. But out the window was a bare brick wall.
2: What? That's the end of the story? How's that meant to make me feel better? Some nice old man spent his last days at making up stories to make another jealous man feel better,
4: and then it turns out that the jealousy was for nothing. Why is El here? You've actually summed up the moral to the story without realizing it. How? Acts of kindness don't only benefit you, they benefit those around you. The man with the bandaged eyes was caught up in the if and then trap. He was sure that if he had a view, then he would also be happy. He missed the whole point. The other man was content and joyful because he was kind. It was nothing to do with views, especially views that didn't even exist. So what does this have to do with
2: death, grief and life cycles?
4: Well, perhaps it comes back to making the most of your one, wild and precious life. Filling it with the people and things you love. Loving them fiercely and being loved in return. Hmm.
2: I think I'd like to share my list about Grandad now. Grandad, I'll remember you when I see a eucalyptus tree. When I eat a piece of delicious chocolate. When I smell jasmine flowers. When I feel like a midnight snack. When I see a border collie dog. When someone laughs so hard they cry, when I do something kind, even though no one is watching, as long as I'm living, I'll always be your grandson.
3: And remember, you can still celebrate your granddad every year on his birthday. You could even bake him a cake. Sensitive octopus here, noticing hunger pains, caring with the mention of cake.
2: Mmm, cake. That sounds delicious. And also another thing to add onto the list, I'll remember you, Grandad, whenever I eat cake. So I'm going to do that right now. Thanks, animals. Keep listening to the Grow Your Mind podcast, because coming
0: up, we've got episodes on gender, climate change and resilience, plus play and joy. And did you know there are lesson plans and colouring in sheets that go with each episode? You'll find them and more at growyourmind.life. And remember... Share the show with your friends. Thanks.